0: your hands to jesus all over this place everyone joining us online don't be an onlooker in the presence of god give him some quality worship this evening Whatever you are hearing the sound of my voice worship your maker worship your maker worship your maker worship your maker hallowed be your name hallowed be your name we cry abba father we cry, a Father. Hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your name. Somebody lift your voice to Jesus tonight. Worship your maker. Worship the creator of the hands of the universe. Worship the I am that I am. Worship the doer of good things. The giver of all good things. Father, we worship you. Father, we worship you. Lord, we bless your name. Lord, we bless your name. Lord, we bless your name. We We honor your presence in our lives. We honor your presence in this place. Only you deserve to be worshipped like this king of kings, lord of lords, the one who parted the Red sea, the mighty deliverer, great shepherd, awesome provider. You are the one that we have worshipped today and we bless your name. We hallow your name. We honor you, our father, and we ask that you take all the glory. Thank you, Everlasting Father. Thank you, Father. Lord, we honor you. We honor you. We honor you. We honor you. And we thank you. Thank you, Everlasting Father. I I, I just feel very strongly in my heart that the Lord is speaking to us tonight. I'm speaking to specific people in this place. And many people are joining this service online. It's time to repair the altar. It's time to repair the altar. The altar of sacrifice. So I said, Gather my saints unto me. The one who has come into a covenant with me by sacrifice. It's time to read. To, to just put that altar together one more time. I don't know who the word is for. But someone here tonight, you're operating with broken altar. Altar that is broken. You know, in First in, in Kings chapter 18, the victory at Mount Carmel with Elijah and the, 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 the prophets of Baal. Between verse 20 and I think 25 or so, Elijah was confronting the prophets of Baal and was telling them, Cry again to your to your God. Shout, maybe he's on leave, maybe he's you know he's on recess. And they were shouting, they were shouting. Yeah. In verse 27 of first King Satan, the Bible says, And so it was at noon, Elijah mocked them and said, Cry aloud. Yeah. For he's a God for for you know, is a god. Either he's meditating or he's busy. Say a cry. They did all they could do on that altar, the prophets of Baal, but nothing happened. So they cried and caught themselves as was their custom with knives and lances until blood gushed out on them. When the media was passed, they prophesied Until the time of the evening of the offering of the evening sacrifice, but there was no voice, no one answered, no one paid attention. Then Elijah said to the people, Come near. So, all the people came near. Let me jump to verse 31. Eli in verse 30, the Bible says, Look at that. So, all the people came near to him, and he repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken. Yeah. And Elijah took the twelve stones, you know, and all that. The rest is history. After Elijah repaired the altar and all, he, he, he called for the God that answers by fire. And fire came upon the altar. I don't know who you are tonight joined to this service. God wants you to repair the altar. Some of us are operating with broken altar, so we have to put a lot of effort, but nothing is happening. God wants you to repair the altar of your sacrifice. The altar of worship, the altar of prayer, the place of sacrifice, where you sacrifice consistently unto God, where you don't forget your giving or your tithing or any kind of sacrifice because the altar is in place. The altar of worship where you can can sing, accept this living sacrifice. For I am your worship. So it's beyond just the worship in church, but you have your own altar of sacrifice. That's where fire falls. Like I said, God is speaking to some people here tonight. He brought you into this service, whether you're here live or you're online, because it's time for you to repair the altar. There's fire that you need for destiny that will not come down on broken altars. We will lift our hands to Jesus today and, say, and receive grace and wisdom to rebuild the altar Rebuild the altar. Rebuild the altar. Rebuild the altar. I am your worship. Rebuild the altar. The Spirit of God is moving in this place. Jesus accepts this living sacrifice. Somebody talk to God tonight and receive the grace and the wisdom to rebuild the altar. The altar of worship, the altar of prayer, the altar of sacrifice. Any neglected altar in your life where you're asking for grace to rebuild, to rebuild. Because God is about to pour out his fire upon the altar like never before. Father accepts this living sacrifice. Somebody said, "Leave me at the altar with my father." Maam, brother, kelebo shata yamba radaba. Maam, brother, kabalo bo shateyanda redegebo sesetekele. Maam, brother, kelebo sasata kambende legebo shatayanda. Nene, nene, mosasato prehende legebo shata. I will not be a stranger to my father. Yes. Everyone who is far away from the altar, it's time to come to the altar. It's time to rebuild the altar. Again, one more time tonight, Father, we ask that you accept our sacrifice. Accept us as your sacrifice. You said in your word that we should present our bodies as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable to you. Somebody here tonight who needs to clean up Lord, will receive grace and the cleansing power of your spirit to clean up so that we may be acceptable to you as a living sacrifice someone who needs to repair the altar of worship the altar of prayer the altar of sacrifice with our seeds will receive grace for divine alignment and for repentance and we ask that you accept this living sacrifice thank you everlasting father thank you everlasting father in the precious name of jesus christ somebody shout it better amen please put your hands together and you may have your seat have your seat thank you very much oh, this is your man the elevation priest of praise thank you for that can we appreciate them can we appreciate them some great worship again i want to welcome everyone joining us online from wherever you're joining from to the, i mean it's evening here in lagos nigeria and we welcome you uh, for joining us tonight i'm going to get into the word of god just for a brief session and we're going to pray we're going to partake of the communion i sense the power of the spirit of god right in this place already and god is doing uh, some great work in the heart of his people already i don't want it to be distracted whether you are in the room or online uh, please focus on divine instructions that will come to you tonight in the place of worship God seeks to speak to his people yeah he speaks to our heart in the place of worship uh somebody already tonight you've gotten your instruction uh we're just going to cap it up with prayers but I I, I just still want to share one or two things as we go into the month of May uh so that your prayers can be guided your expectation can be guided uh tonight uh, we we we're going to pray and trust God for the supply of His Spirit. But I can already see that there's, there's an abundant supply of the Spirit of God right here already, as we're taking time to worship God. And one of the things that this supply of the Spirit uh, is going to do in the life of each and everyone connected to this service, and everyone who will say partake of this service on demand, is that uh, there's going to be an end to dryness and stagnation. The month of May will see you into a new level of a refreshing experience with God. Can I get a good amen to that? The month of May will be filled with many testimonies, new testimonies for people here in the name of Jesus. But we need to trust God for a consistent and continuous supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ. In Philippians 1 and verse 19, just one verse that has been ringing in my heart recently, Paul was writing here and was, you know, uh, writing and making reference to the fact that there are certain limitations around him, you know, when you are in jail. I mean, Paul spent the latter years of his life in jail for Christ. And when he looked at everything, he encouraged the, the, the Philippian church And he said, for I know that this will turn out for my deliverance. How? Through your prayers and the supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ. I want somebody to know tonight, whatever situation you are right now, if only you can covet the supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ uh, from the writings of Paul here, we can take a cue and say, look, this will also turn out for your deliverance. It will turn out for your salvation. It will turn out, it will turn to a testimony if I can trust God for the supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ. And when you know the God that you serve, then you know, according to the meditations of David in Psalm 23, David said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not warn. He said, "He leads me beside the still waters. He said, "He restores my soul. He leads me In green pastures, it makes me to lie down in green pastures. It leads me beside the still waters. It restores my soul. That speaks to a refreshing, a continuous refreshing that only God can bring. He said, it leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. There's a way we need to know God and we know the effect of the supply of his spirit that nothing remains the same around our lives. There are three situations that I want us to pray about tonight and I'm going to explain. And then uh, um, I'm going to give us one or two more scriptures before we pray. Uh, Many Christians find it difficult to understand the difference between a concept of contentment. You know, like the scripture says in the book of, uh, I think it's uh, 2 Timothy, where it says, godliness with contentment is great gain. Uh, Contentment which speaks to being able to remain, I mean, to engage the joy of the Lord while I go through something that I'm going through because it's going to lead me to where God wants me to be. Yeah. So First Timothy 6, and verse 6 says, Now, godliness with contentment is great gain. said, so for we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we will not carry out, we will not carry nothing, we will carry nothing with us. And he said, having food and clothing, with this we shall be what? I cannot hear you. We shall be what? Amen. That's where contentment comes from. Look, with, from this description, what Paul was saying, uh, writing to Timothy, was uh, we need to be able to celebrate God where we are on the way to where we're going. But it does, contentment does not mean stagnation. Contentment is, is, is I'm going... But I'm enjoying where I am on the way to where I'm going. Somebody still with me tonight. It's very, very important. Because as we pray, uh, the the, the devil may be whispering to you that uh, you are just okay. And you should just remain okay where you are. And I need somebody to understand tonight uh, that uh, you are okay, but where you are may not be okay. (laughs) I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. Yeah. And if you will not stagnate where you are, you must understand that God... Encourages contentment, but it does not encourage containment. I will say it together, because there's a difference between contentment and containment. Contentment speaks to ungodly boundaries and limitations, and limiting experiences where a person cannot give expression to, you know, to their Essence. Anytime one person cannot give maximum expression to the essence of your person, that is containment. Where you are not in control of how far you can go. If somebody sit with me tonight, there are three specific situations that I want us to pray about tonight that I believe the power of the Spirit of God here. Is, is breaking us loose from one. I mean, the, 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 these three situations are similar uh, because of the fact that uh, they give, uh, they, they, they limit the ability to give expression or the freedom to actualize, you know, our necessary destiny, if I can put it that way. One is the victim condition, victim mindset or victim condition. There are many people who are in church day in, day out, but they keep feeling helpless and passive in the face of, you know, misfortune or ill treatment from other people. Or sometimes it's misfortune or ill treatment or, or, or feeling of helplessness that comes from maybe a particular sickness or disease that has refused to go. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying tonight. Then the person will say, if not for this situation, if not for this sickness, or if not for that person, or if not for this person that refused to help me, if not for this, this is what would have happened. You know, the moment you start saying, if not for this, you are telling yourself, I'm a victim. I have been incapacitated because of lack of help, or lack of support, or, you know, from, or because of this situation. And God is always saying that it's not his will for any of his children to be a victim. You cannot be said to be more than conquerors in whom, him who loved you, and yet you're still romancing a victim mindset. Is somebody sit with me tonight? I said, are you still here? Very important. Another kind of situation that I believe that the Holy Spirit wants to address tonight is a slavery mindset. And practically speaking, And humanly speaking, nobody, listening to me tonight, whether in the room or online, is a slave, practically speaking. Nobody has paid a price for your life, or you're not, you know, a slave. But, emotionally speaking, and in many other areas of life, a kind of slavery may be going on? When anyone has lost the capacity for self-expression, And it's under the control of another. That's slavery. Yeah. You know that some people, they cannot make the next decision of their life just based on the leading of the Holy Spirit. Somebody must speak to it. And if the person does not give it, go ahead. Yeah. There are even ways that a faith community, a church like ours, can be configured where it is modern-day slavery. Because except the pastor says something, some people cannot do anything with their life. There's a way a marriage can be configured that is no longer a a relationship that will enable the expression of somebody's destiny, but it becomes a controlling relationship that seeks to hold people down. There's a way a friendship can be configured that is high maintenance friendship, friendship that you cannot express yourself within that friendship, You, you are just like either a victim or a slave within that arrangement. All these things that I'm describing are things that limit the expression of grace and the expression of favor over people's life. The last one is poverty. When I say poverty, I don't mean it in the only in the usual way. Because most people under the influence of this service will say, I'm not poor in the name of Jesus. <laughs> but lack of necessary resource for the fulfillment of of your purpose and for comfortable living is poverty. Mind my word, lack of necessary resource. I'm not only talking about money. Yeah. I'm not only talking about money. When the devil wants to hold someone down, he shuts the door of resources to you. Sometimes it's not money. It is knowledge. Sometimes it is human capital that you need. You know, uh, uh, sometimes it's space, just space for expression. There's poverty of space where somebody is dreaming big, but there's no space for expression. Yeah. Where you just realize that there's no way to express yourself. Everything is just hedged in. But one thing that the Bible says, which is very important for us to emphasize tonight, is that The supply of the Spirit of Jesus breaks chains and breaks limitations, breaks through victim mindset, breaks through poverty mindset, breaks through slavery mindset. Because when when the price has been paid, Christ has made us free. The only thing that the enemy seeks to use is some of these prevailing mindsets that makes us feel... Either that we are not qualified, you know, for the redemption that has already been paid for, or that we cannot access it because of one thing or the other. So in Second Corinthians chapter three, another great scripture passage of the scripture that I love, Second Corinthians chapter three, when you read from verse sixteen, I love to read it from the Passion Translation. It says, "But the moment one turns to the Lord with an open heart, the veil is lifted." And they see, he says, now the Lord I'm referring to is the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And whenever he is Lord, there's freedom or liberty. From all the things I've described, whether it's victim mindset, slavery mindset, poverty mindset, he said, when the veil is removed, when, whenever the veil is removed, then one will gain access and he said, what do you access? The Lord. And the Lord is the Holy Spirit. That's what he says. And wherever the Lord, wherever he is, he is Lord, there's freedom. The big question, you know, when we, when we started and the Holy Spirit gave me that word to say, it's time to repair the altar. What it's actually saying is, make me Lord. Because when the altar is intact, when you have broken altar, it means that it's not fully Lord. And you know the way God operates is either His Lord of all or not Lord at all. The reason why most people are not feeling the full effect of the Word of God in their life is because uh, God is Lord partially. <laughs> I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, you know when in 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 First uh, Kings 18 where we read when Elijah came up, the first thing he says is, "Is it that His Lord of all or not Lord at all?" Uh, you know, he, he, he was saying. <laughs> Uh, 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 let a God that answers by fire. Let him be God indeed. Yeah. It's, it's when you make him the Lord indeed. What is with of the Lord? Uh, the Bible says when he is, he is Lord, wherever he is Lord, then there's freedom. And said so we can all draw close to him with the veil removed from our faces. And with no veil, we all become like mirrors who are bright, reflecting the glory of the Lord Jesus. And we are being transfigured from the very image as we move from one brighter level of glory to another. And this glorious transfiguration comes from the Lord who is the spirit. Can you let me tell your neighbor, it's time to cultivate a stronger relationship with the spirit. Glory be to Jesus. Say glory be to Jesus. Let's look at another description. Let's look at another description. Tell your neighbor, say, I hope you are ready to pray. Still tonight, before we take the communion, we're going to pray, we're going to worship. I just feel there's an overflow of the Holy Spirit that God is ready to release upon his people. Another scripture, Isaiah chapter 32. Isaiah 32, we'll read from verse 15. Isaiah 32 from verse 15. It says, Until the Spirit is poured out on us from on high. And the wilderness, the wilderness there speaks to dryness. Speaks to places where there's been zero fruitfulness. Because in the real wilderness, things don't really grow. Yeah, it's dry, dry land. It said, Until the Spirit is poured upon us from on high, and the wilderness becomes a fruitful field. And the fruitful field is counted as what? Well, not many people are still here. The fruitful field is counted as what? Look at that. And it says, uh, then justice will dwell in the wilderness, and righteousness remains in the fruitful field. Said so the work of righteousness will be peace. And the effect of righteousness, quietness, and assurance forever. And my people, can we read that last verse together, verse 18, want to go? My people will dwell in a peaceful habitation, in secure dwellings, and in quiet, resting places. May that be your testimony in the name of Jesus. I said, may that be your testimony in the name of Jesus. Until the Spirit is poured upon us from on high, and the wilderness becomes a fruitful field, and a fruitful field is counted as a forest. Can you cast your mind inwards, you know, quickly, and think about certain wilderness that needs to become a fruitful field? Because if your mind is not on it, when the supply of the Spirit comes, it can be misappropriated. What is the Holy Spirit comes, coming to do in my life? The Holy Spirit wants to come and turn the wilderness into a fruitful field. Is somebody still here? Yeah. The Holy Spirit wants to come and turn the wilderness into a fruitful field. It's not just for me to, you know, do all the spiritual gymnastics, praying in tongues, do all that. No. That's great. But when I do that, when I repair the altar, I do all that as an outpouring of the Spirit. But I need to be able to focus, to be able to say, this wilderness... Must become a fruitful field, and somebody says, "I don't have any wilderness around my life. I have a fruitful field." He says, "The next level is that a fruitful field can become what? Can I hear somebody better? Yes. Fruitful field can become a forest, where things have been working. Uh, they can work in a mega proportion. Can I get a better amen to that? Yeah. So the spirit of liberty breaks the hold of limitations." breaks the hold of lack of resources. And I speak over somebody here today, wherever you have lack resources. As we go into the month of May, may the heavens open over your life. Amen. I said may the heavens open over your life. Amen. This spirit of liberty, it delivers from victim mindset that makes people feel like they're not worthy of enjoying certain expressions of destiny. That's what it does. It brings freedom from limitations, boundaries, and dependency on other people's permission to fulfill your destiny. Somebody here, a certain level of boldness is coming upon your life. Amen. The Holy Spirit will guide you and you will follow his leading. Amen. Even when it doesn't look like it, you will follow him as your shepherd. Amen. You know, when David was saying, the Lord is my shepherd, He leads me beside still." Uh, you know, beside green pastors and all that and all, you, 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 uh, you, you think the people around him may not be cautioning him. It's not like God showed up physically and then, you know, if God shows up physically and is leading you and people see that you are following the Lord, they won't disturb you. But this is a spiritual experience. All the leadings, all the things that God was doing in his life, he said, look, this is God leading me. People will misunderstand it And want to derail you. But when you know that this is coming by the Spirit, the Spirit also gives you the grace to break negative voices. To break controlling powers. So you can walk into the fullness of what God has in mind for you. You can walk into the fullness of what God has in mind for you. Glory be to Jesus. So tonight as we pray, According to Zechariah chapter 10 and verse number 1. Can you put that up for me? Zechariah 10 and verse number 1. It says, ask the Lord for rain in the time of the latter rain. So the Lord will make flashing clouds. He will give them showers of rain. Grass in the field for everyone. For how many people? For everyone. Ask the Lord for rain. In the time of the latter rain, said the Lord will make flashing clouds. For somebody here tonight, I see flashing clouds over your life. I see heavy cloud that is about to rain blessings over your life. I see a cloud of glory around your life that will rain the grace of God upon you in a new dimension. By the time the month of May is over, you will have many testimonies. In the precious name of Jesus, you have become unstoppable. You will be continually refreshed. You will not lack strength. Sickness will not hold you down. In the name of the Lord Jesus, the hand of God comes upon you to repair the altar. You will no longer be left behind in destiny matters. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Somebody rise on your feet tonight. Rise on your feet tonight. Rise on your feet tonight. Ask the Lord for rain in the time of the latter rain. Can you put that scripture on the screen for me? Ask the Lord for rain in the time of the latter rain. Ask the Lord for rain in the time of the latter rain. said the Lord will make flashing clouds. Tonight, as we pray in the Holy Ghost, somebody, you will see the flashing cloud. You will see the hand of God upon your life. You will start to sense the supply of His Spirit. The Lord is lifting somebody out of the pit of depression. Lifting you from the things that have covered your face to the end, that you couldn't see what he's doing. I wanted to lift your two hands to Jesus tonight and ask the Lord. Ask the Lord. The Bible says, ask the Lord for rain in the time of the latter rain. Ask the Lord for 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 rain. Lord for rain. Glory be to Jesus. can you play? open the floodgates? Everyone online, lift your hands to Jesus as we pray tonight. Will you ask Him, Lord, rain over my life, rain over my my family? The rain there symbolizes the supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ. The supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ. We ask the Lord for rain in the dark, in the dry places of our lives. Lord, rain upon my wilderness. Rain upon my wilderness. Somebody needs to talk to the Lord tonight. Rain. Rain upon me emotionally. Somebody who feels dry emotionally. Will you ask Him to rain upon your mind? Rain upon your emotions. Ask the Lord for rain. A kandara yaba, reketeke reke ce kere dege boro bosha leker gaba raka te kesen delege soto korondo membre negele kesese te de dege boro bosha a gende dere dege bossa gaba raka gaba rada gaba e tende kere soto korono somebody lift your voice and ask god for rain ask god for rain father we ask that you open the floodgates of heaven let it rain rain the supply of your spirit rain the supply of your spirit somebody ask god to reign over your marriage Ask God to reign over your, your mighty destiny. Let dryness become a thing of the past. In the name of Jesus. Wherever there has not been fruit since the beginning of this year, whatever has refused to bring forth since the beginning of this year, come on, somebody, ask God for rain today. Ask God for rain upon those areas. Ask God for rain upon those areas. Somebody let the rain of the Spirit Come upon that project that has stagnated Lift your voice tonight and pray the supply of the Holy Spirit It breaks boundaries It breaks boundaries Rakata Kayagaba Yaba, Roko Tokoro Dobosha, Emprendele takayagaba Rakata Karande legre deke susotokorondo, ye brende legabosha, as the Lord for the rain, as the Lord for the rain, as the Lord for the rain, Manko Tokoro Dobosha, Yen Grenenge likes susotokorondo, Mankerende legibosasite kerende, Yankorodo Gobosha, Mambranenke neke sit kelenge. Ye, Crandoloko Susotokoro Gobosha Akatakarada Gabayaba Lekredenge Likososotokoro Bush Manquerede Gabosha Heke Tekere de Gabolo Boro Bush Nenkerede Gabosha. Don't be distracted. Focus on the Lord tonight. Focus on the Holy Spirit. Focus on the Holy Spirit. Lift your voice to Him. Lift your voice to Him. Manke ten karande lenge bosha tiyagaba e karanda la gabayaba rocotokoro gobosha e kanta karada gabayaba le ka hande lenge rike nuko suso tokoro bosha e karanda la gabayaba akata karada gabayaba e karondo like suso tokorondo embrenele Legebosha. ma karande like suso tokarada bayaba e ke lift your voice one more time today Lord rain upon my wilderness rain upon the dry places of my life thank you everlasting father Thank you, Everlasting Father. Thank you, Everlasting Father. We live in a time where many people are drying up emotionally. Depression is abounding everywhere. And David in Psalm 23, though he was going through hell and high waters, he refused to be depressed. Said, so the Lord is my shepherd. And it leads me into green pastures. It leads me beside still waters. Somebody tonight, you're going to pray. You're going to pray. Can you put up for me Isaiah 58 and verse number 11? Isaiah 58 and verse number 11. And this, this time, I want you to pray and pour out your heart to God. It says, the Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your soul in dr- drought. This is a season that there's emotional drought. There's financial drought. It says, the Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your soul in drought. Uh, these are the kind of scriptures you need to use to pray this season. He said, and strengthen your bones. That talks about health. Yeah. Because the bone speaks to the structure that holds your body together. Somebody here, listen to me tonight. In the month of May, you will not break down. My God will strengthen your bones. In the name of the Lord Jesus. He said, you shall be like a well-watered garden. A watered garden. Uh, Somebody shout, no more dryness. Around my life. In the name of Jesus. Say it with conviction. Say no more dryness. Around my life. In the name of Jesus. He said you shall be like a watered garden. And like a spring of water. Whose water do not fail. Your water will no longer fail. There shall be continuous supply of the spirit of Jesus around your life. Lift your two hands to Jesus and say, Father, guide me this season. Guide me as I go into the month of May. He said, the Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your soul in drought. Satisfy your soul in drought. Your soul will no longer be famished. My soul shall be satisfied even in drought. In the name of Jesus. There's drought around the world emotionally. People are drying up very fast. Oh my God will satisfy my soul even in drought. In the name of Jesus, and strengthen my bones. No more sickness. Somebody lift your voice tonight and pray. Somebody lift your voice tonight and pray my soul is satisfied even in drought in the name of Jesus no more dryness no more dryness the Lord will guide me continually and satisfy my soul in drought and strengthen my bones in the name of Jesus every form of weakness of body arthritis hypertension Macaranda, tokorondo. Diabetes. Anything that reduces physical effectiveness. Tonight we stand against sickness. We stand against diseases. In the name of Jesus. Yakante ke rene lege bosha. My God strengthens my bones. In the name of Jesus. yange Somebody, your strength is renewed like the higos. No more weakness. No more dryness in the month of May. In the name of Jesus. I shall be like a well-watered garden. My home is a well-watered garden. My business is a well-watered garden. The elevation church is a well-watered garden. In the name of Jesus. Somebody prophesy over your marriage. My marriage is a well-watered garden. My career is is watered in the name of Jesus. There's a supply of the Holy Ghost. <speaking in Hebrew> E kete keregele gebosh, ekender gebosha, manka take kerde, ekala garadagaba, eka radagabosha, ekete kerre de gebosh, man kuro de bosha, like susotokara, manger the gebosha, the carande le kesus take yende, manca dengue le de gobosha. I prenenge leke suso tokorondo yekarande leke bosha ibran na lagabaya gobosha i leke suso tokorondo mere de gebosha mangre nenge leke suso yede arande legebosha. bosha embre nenge rede go boso ekente karende legebosha mere de gebosata thank you jesus in the precious name of jesus christ I said in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Somebody who believes, shall they believe in amen. But we'll still pray in one more prayers and then we'll partake of the communion. Somebody who is trusting God for healing tonight, will you release your faith with me? Because I believe that whatever God has not planted, that is growing in anyone's body here, is drying up right now. As you partake of the communion tonight, it dries up. I also believe that whatever has constituted itself as the enemy of progress in your life, you know, burdens, things that burden people that hold you back from being able to venture. As we partake of the communion tonight, burdens shall be rolled away. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. But before we partake of the communion, I want us to take this last prayer. Second Corinthians chapter 10. I read from verse 3. This prayer is about the three things I mentioned while I was sharing. Sometimes, somebody is suffering from victim mindset and you don't know. And you empower people in your life to be almost more powerful than God in your life. Somebody may be held down with controlling spirit in slavery, and you don't know. You just feel like it's just the appropriate thing for you to subdue yourself or subjugate yourself. And somebody just feel that a certain level of resources that are not, you know, how do I put it now? A certain level of resources that you don't merit. and it's just poverty mindset. But look at what 2 Corinthians chapter 3, I mean chapter 10 and verse number 3 said, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for the pulling down of what? I cannot hear you, what? And casting down arguments. And every high thing that exalts itself, Against the knowledge of God. I'm bringing what? Come on, somebody say it one more time. Every thought, every thought, every thought. As you proceed in the month of May, there are thoughts sponsored from hell. Yeah. There are thoughts that have been prevailing in your mind, courtesy of demonic activities. And the Bible says you can pull down those thoughts. The thoughts that say that you are not qualified. The thoughts that say people like you don't gain access to this kind of resource. Yeah. The thoughts that say or that seeks to postpone the blessing that is meant for now till next year. Yeah. Somebody will say, after summer. I will look into it. And God wants you to look into it now. Every thought says casting down argument and every I thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Lift your two hands to Jesus with that scripture on the screen. I want you to lift your voice right now. Stand against thoughts thoughts sponsored by victim mindset thoughts sponsored by poverty mindset thoughts sponsored by slavery mindset every thought every argument every argument every imagination that says something is too big for you some somebody lift your voice tonight cast them down in the name of Jesus Bring every thought to the obedience of Christ. Every thought that says you cannot be healed of that sickness. Every thought that says you just have to cope, just have to cope in that situation. It's time to tell that thought. My days of coping has come to an end. My days of coping has come to an end in the name of the Lord Jesus. There's a fresh breath of God upon my marriage my days of coping has come to an end there is a fresh hand of God upon the health of my body my days of coping has come to an end in the name of the Lord Jesus I cast down every thought every argument every imagination that seeks to exalt itself above the knowledge of God in my life I decree and declare right now an end to such imaginations Yekende de bosha makata kende le prodika shuta e grandala ga baya baba mambrene e brende niko kosusota kalembre nenga leka shata ye brende ngrede susota kayaba e yaba rakata karadaga baya ye yekende redege bosha membre leke koronda e Merein lagobosha makradeke soso tokayande le bredenge le kiso soso tokayande ye bredenge le kese tokaya ragoso soso tokayande mam bredenge yende E branda legebo sataya thank you jesus in the precious name of jesus christ in the precious name of jesus somebody declare to say tonight I receive receive boldness boldness and courage courage to challenge status quo in my life. life. Say, in this month of May, May, nothing May. nothing remains the same. Nothing out of alignment remains the same. Say, everything comes into divine alignment with the will and purpose of God for my life. Say, in this new month, I'm making progress. I'm gaining speed. Say nothing will hold me back. In the name of Jesus. Say the power of the blood. Is at work in my life. Say by the power in the blood of Jesus. I advance forcefully. Say it again. Say I advance forcefully. In the name of Jesus. Say nothing stagnates around my life. No more dryness around my life. Say I dwell in well watered gardens. Say my life is bringing forth fruits. Fruits of righteousness. Fruits of increase. Fruits of favor. Say nothing remains the same around my life. In the name of Jesus. Say in this new month. I am productive. I am, I am fruitful. Say my labor, my labor. brings forth results. I say my labor, my labor. brings forth profits in the name of Jesus. My say my profiting my surpasses my efforts my because, favor. because favor is upon my labor. my labor. Say it again. Say favor, favor. is upon my labor. my labor. Say I'm exceedingly fruitful. In the month of May. In the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody who believes in shall believe in. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you Lord. Father we bless your name. Father we bless your name. For everyone joining us at home. Whatever material you have around you with which you can partake of the communion. Whether it's bread, biscuit, wafers, and any kind of drink, I want you to gather it right now as you join us, as you partake of the communion tonight. God is starting something new in somebody's life. We have asked Him for rain, and I believe God is going to release His showers. The showers have been released already. Somebody, as you step into the rest of this week, you will see the effect of the rain from heaven. Where the ground has been hard, you will till your ground with ease. In the name of Jesus Christ, doors will open of their own accord because of the supply of the Holy Spirit. If you are right in the room, I want you to pick the communion material, open the first layer, the transparent film, to give you access to the wafer, and then you can open the full film and then that gives you the access uh, to the wine as we pray tonight we're going to pray upon this turn them to sacraments with which we remember the body of Christ that was broken for us and his blood that was shed for us and then we're going to partake of the communion as we partake of the communion tonight if there's still any symptoms you are feeling in your body I want you to trust God for the healing power of God to flow over you somebody trust God for healing to come upon your business. Trust God for healing and restoration to come upon your home. In the name of Jesus. Everyone at home joining us tonight I want you to join us as we partake of the communion in the name of Jesus. Let us pray. Our Father we thank you for the supply of your spirit in this gathering tonight. Lord according to your word you charged us that we should do this in remembrance of you. That same night, the Passover night, you gathered your disciples and you said, this is my body that was broken for you and my blood that was shed for you. He says, whoever partakes of this have life in himself. So tonight we speak over everything in everyone's hand as we partake of the body that was broken for us and the blood that was shed for us. We decree that divine life is released into everyone's life. We decree and declare that the hold of limitations are broken. We decree and declare that sicknesses disappear now in the name of Jesus. We decree and declare that controlling powers are broken. We decree and declare that every mindset that limits us from the full expression of what Christ has paid for on the cross of Calvary, that such mindsets are broken. That the power in the blood is released over us. It gains expression in everything that we lay our hands upon to do. We decree and declare that the month of May We experience consistent supply of the Holy Ghost. No one under the influence of my voice shall be stopped. No one under the influence of my voice shall be limited again. Boundaries are removed. I said boundaries are removed. Chains are broken. The name of Jesus is glorified. We thank you everlasting Father. In the precious name of Jesus Christ. Please go ahead and partake. to partake of the communion lift your hands to Jesus worship the name of Jesus Two hands with me, everyone. Lord Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for the supply of your spirit tonight. We thank you for healings. We thank you for open doors. We thank you for open heavens. Thank you because the month of May will be filled with rejoicing and celebration in the life of each and every one of us this new month there shall be no cause for sorrow in the name of Jesus we seal everything that you have done in the blood of Jesus and we thank you for outstanding testimonies of the things that only you can do receive all the glory our father and let you